Are you alive? Yeah, I'm alive. I'm alive. Just had to uh I had to get my stomach right. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I've been eating too much acidic foods, boozing too much. Um I just I didn't like shower with my mouth open in Mexico and I didn't use I didn't use the water to like brush my teeth or anything but obviously I eat like salads and fruits and like raw fish so (laughs) yeah I mean that'll do it work yesterday yes I worked in bed I couldn't oh, like you hardo I know I didn't my manager was like why didn't you like just message and say that you didn't feel good I was like because I had like stuff to do like, I had to get stuff done and I hate sick days I just hate them so I worked yesterday yeah but I also um I was very productive after the hours of 7 p.m when I felt normal so nice that's good um yeah I feel like when when did you stop enjoying sick days like high school yeah college I enjoyed them again though college I didn't like them because I really did feel like I missed stuff when I was sick so when I do take a day off I'm all in I won't log on but also at the same time if you ping me I probably have my notifications on that's like that uh European out of office emails versus U.S. out of office emails you know what I'm talking about like I'm getting my kidney taken out like will yeah, be online yeah. in three yeah. hours. If you urgently need to reach me, call this number. <laughs> exactly. And Europeans are like, don't ever fucking reach you for the next yeah. month. Try like, again in September, bro. <laughs> yeah. And I should, I really should do that more, but yeah. Oh, uh, here we are. Can you imagine like that would just be so nice if it was, if that was the, the like ex- expectation. Yes. But I also think that it will take an entire new generation to make that the expectation because 100%. even it, our yeah. parents who are our parents ages are like our bosses bosses right and until they change and then like millennials change then we won't change and it's just gonna be mm-hmm. like this going to be like this cycle of work hard not playing hard but i'm such a work hard play hard person like I will work if I work 70 hours a week, I will be out the entire weekend. Like you will not yeah. see me at home. Yeah, I mean, listen, same. And then uh my tummy didn't like it though. Must be getting old. <laughs> I did see a tweet that was like the way your body turns on you when you're 25, when you're like when you're I in saw your mid-20s. That yesterday. I was yes. like, are you kidding me? Are you insane right now? Twitter algorithm. How was Mexico, though? So fun. Did you um, learn the name of the Rams quarterback? And if so, please share with the class. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. All right. I am not a sporty girl. I don't know athletes. I only know athletes in the context of celebrity drama. So who they're dating or if they have a child with someone. 
So Matthew Stafford, this quarterback for the Rams, first of all, it did not register in my brain that the Rams won the Super Bowl. Like that just didn't register in my brain. How? Because they're like not, it's not like they're the Chiefs or the Seahawks. Like no, I don't really think of the Rams yet as an LA team. Like they're just not an LA team to me still. So mm. it was real, like it just didn't register. So when my friend that I was with was like, the Rams are over there because they were like at the table across from us. I at first I was like, yeah. And then after a bit, I like thought to myself and I was like, wait, holy fuck, the Rams, the Rams. won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they were literally about to win the Super. They, I mean, not about to win. <laughs> See, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. They did. It's true. Exactly. So it just didn't register for me. And also this man is so regular. Like, yes, he's the QB, but he's also not. He wasn't no one was even talking about him in context of like Joe Burrow when everyone was when everyone was obsessed with Joe Burrow for those two weeks. No one was talking yeah. about this man. So, the, well, I feel like it's a he's like a sports fans athlete where it's like he was the number one pick. So he was supposed to be a star. Mm -hmm. And so he was on everybody's radar for that reason. And so then when he like, didn't live up to expectations, it was just kind of like, he was just kind of like, meh, like he, he, he kind of wasted away in Detroit for his whole prime. And now he's, he's kind of old. Yeah. His wife was there. Like when you go to a club in Tulum with your wife, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> and you just won the Super Bowl. I could see how girls like myself and my friends go up to these athletes and are just kind of in their table section vibing and hanging out and taking shots and blah, blah, blah. But I think it must he must have been like with some of the offensive line because everybody there was like way too chill. Really? Like with their wives. They like there were no girls that didn't belong there in the section do you know what i mean interesting like there were no groupies and so i was like wait you guys are boring as hell <laughs> like so it was like uh <laughs> i bet it was the o-line <laughs> yeah it was the o-line because i was like where are the niggas <laughs> like yeah, why he, he was taking the o-line to mexico to yeah the Super Bowl and <laughs> yeah I was like, where are the niggas at? Like, it was kind of some bad luck. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is boring as hell. I was like, where are the like 22 year old guys that just got drafted? Like, no, no, no. These were like the mature dudes who probably each have their own house in like in Tulum that they're renting out with their wives. Like, they're not sharing a house or anything like that. Yeah. Hmm. Ugh. Well, I mean, <laughs> At what point did you start questioning the spot that you chose ever? What do you mean? You're like, hmm, mid thirties, married white men, <laughs> albeit professional athletes. I would, I mean, look, they seem like they're faithful, right? Like I yeah. obviously went up there. I went up there with my, one of my other friends and we like asked for a picture and he was so nice. He literally held my hand, like shook it and was like, hi, nice to meet you. And then I took a picture. However, he was not trying to like flirt with me or anything like that. Like he was, yeah. he was so faithful. 
He's a respectful, respectful. He was so respectful. I mean, his wife was there, but like he was so respectful. There are options out here. I'm just saying it changed my whole entire perspective of being of being in my athlete era. It, I felt like that woman was with him for a very long time, like suffer through Detroit and then have to and then go to L.A. Like I would have probably peaced out after like second year in Detroit and been like, we can't do this anymore. Like you need to get your ass traded. Yeah, he was like uh, sitting courtside at the Lakers a couple months ago. And yeah, it was a whole thing. Because- like that's so different than <laughs> yeah. going to like a Pistons game. Yeah, <laughs> mid mid January Pistons calves <laughs> after you get eliminated. That sounds fucking horrible. I I don't even care if the Lakers don't make it to a playoff, but at least I'm sitting courtside at the fucking Lakers game next to like yeah. a rapper. Like that is much more sexy. Definitely. But yeah, other than that, Mexico was fun. Quick and dirty. Don't need any more than 72 hours. Um, but get in, get out. Get in, get out. There's no reason to stay for a long time. Or as my sister always says, no need to overstay your welcome. Yeah, that's true. Especially true on trips. Exactly. And I think another day, like people would have started to get like annoyed with each other or they would have felt as if, you know, we were there for too long or we were like mm-hmm. too drunk or hungover. So I think that's how you have to do trips is like, unless you're on like a family trip, you don't need to be with your friends for more than like four days, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with that. We have yeah, the go. finals tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. I'm a sporty girl. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to talk two sports today? We're going to talk two sports today. But again, see, here we go. Fuck Boston. Yep. Per usual. Fuck Boston. But I want my girl Nia Long to win. Like, Mm, I mean, I I don't know. It's troubling to me because I do like a lot of the Celtics players. Right. And I like Udoka. I just can't, uh, I can't stomach it. Can't stomach it. I'm a hater. Yes. But I want her to win. And I want her husband to win. Hmm. I'm always going to support a black coach, but also Boston is a crazy ass franchise. Yeah. I don't know. Some people would say you couldn't go wrong. But I just, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm over here hating. I'm on my Silky Johnson shit. <laughs> I hope all the bad things in life happen to you. <laughs> well, I don't understand you. that reference. <laughs> oh, that's Chappelle show. Oh, okay. That's like Player haters ball. That's hilarious. Yeah. You're gonna have, you're gonna miss me with that one, but I'll let you have it. I mean, I love the Golden State Warriors. I don't care what anyone says. I'll I'll be a bandwagon fan. I yeah. like them a lot. The problem, the problem with this series is that whoever wins it is going to be insufferable. That's a that's it. Up until then, it'll be a great time. <laughs> you think it's going to be like a, a long, drawn-out thing? Like we're going game seven? I think it goes at least six. Really? I think that the, think that the Warriors are going to win. I think so, too. They have home court. And the Celtics kind of just like... Celtics kind of shit away a few games in this playoffs. Hmm. Sorry to anybody from Boston, but not really. Horrible city. It's your fault you're from Boston. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny thing. Like when I was growing up, um, 
because my family was such a Lakers family. And it was like in the midst of like when it was actually like Lakers, Boston, like back forth for a couple years, like all my old passwords when I was growing up was like Celtics, Boston, explanation point, explanation point. Cause I thought I was like throwing everybody off. Not that anyone was hacking into like my webkins, but like <laughs> a lot of my passwords used to be like, <laughs> let me speak. Like, Back when you were like Boston. a covert, like online child. Yeah. Like when I had like my AOL, all that shit, mm. all of it used to be like Boston Celtics. Like I used to love Rajon Rondo though. I thought he was like, maybe that was my sexual awakening. I thought he was like the hottest person. What? Ever. Yeah. I thought he was like Rajon so Rondo. Yeah, like look at young pictures of him. Number nine, please. Oh man, what a take. That's maybe your <laughs> wildest take yet. You know those like on like Jimmy Kimmel and shit, like celebs read mean tweets about yeah. themselves. Yeah. Have you seen the Rondo one? No. It was, I still remember it because it's accurate. It was Rondo looks like that turtle named Franklin off of Nick Jr. Yeah, that's true, but he was hot. <laughs> All right, so maybe we got to go back to Nick Jr. No, but like, <laughs> in all seriousness, he could get it. And I knew from, I knew from a young age when he would play. Like, that's when, like, there was, like, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Mm -hmm. Rondo was, like, I think he was, he's a point guard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hockey. Yep. Yep. From Kentucky. Mm. Anyways. I knew. So anyway, so yeah, not a Boston fan. Never was a Boston fan. But all my old passwords used to be like Celtics, Boston, blah, 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 blah. Rondo. <laughs> oh, my God. You learn something you know new about um, every day, don't you? Do you know what Rajon Rondo's sign is? Oh, my God. Let's look it up. I just looked it up. What is it? Can I guess? Yeah, I guess. Is it Taurus? No. What is it? Pisces, baby. No, it's not. Yes, it is. February 22nd, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Add it to the list. No. Deep out here. He's toxic. Sorry, you had to find out this way. He's a toxic man. Is that true, though? I like. Yeah, Pisces men are notoriously toxic. Hmm like toxic like if any of my friends were like i'm hooking up with a pisces guy i would be like oh you have it in for you truly jeez tell everybody my sign dom guys will is a february pisces what's the what's the significance of february well each each sign like because it's all because the signs always split between like two months a sign is always different, kind of like varies a little bit based on the month. So like George, for example, he's a November Sagittarius. They are different than me, a December Sagittarius. Like they're I like see. more chill, a little bit more like low key, whereas I'm more of like the classic Sagittarius fire sign, really punchy, all that shit. Mm. Okay. Well, that makes sense to me. I, I feel like I just, uh, I consider myself like agnostic in terms of horoscopes. Like I'm not a hater, but I, I'm not like, I don't like live by it. Like I don't ask somebody their birthday to find out their horoscope. Like that's not even, or to find out their sign. I mean, I wouldn't do that with like a guy. 
but I use it more as like self-awareness. Like for me, at least if I'm like, oh, that's just my cancer moon, me being emotional, then it's like self-aware. However, I do believe that it has some meaning to it because it's like when the stars are aligned and like you're born then. Like, I think there is some type of meaning to it. Yeah, no, I I, I follow you there. I, I agree with that. It's all like, it's all too developed to not mean anything to me. Right. So do you think it's weird when girls ask a guy or, or you know, in, in a um, relationship or like when they're starting out to date or something that like, what's, what's their sign? Like, what time are they born? Like, give me your chart, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you think horoscope girlies are freaks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got yeah. you. Like weird. <laughs> um, depends on how serious you take it. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's early on, and then that informs your decision making afterward, then I'm like, eh. <laughs> you know, if you just want to know, and it it's not going to deter you, you still trying to see what like where it goes or whatever. Like, I don't know. I think also there's an enough like common traits among multiple signs to where it's just like we could be just some random like unlikely compatible people whose charts don't match up like I think that that happens all the fucking time so um I don't know I'm not even really aware though of like the horoscopes of all of my close friends like you and George are Sagittarius and my brother and my girlfriend are Gemini but Sagittarius and Pisces have really good compatibility and Sagittarius and Geminis have really good compatibility. So like what about Pisces and Gemini, watch it be like horrible compatibility doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, it'll probably just be like, eh. <laughs> oh, it says, wait, this is right. good. It says Gemini and Pisces make wonderful, wonderful friends and lovers. Pisces is a highly passionate sign and they might be wounded when both, when bold Gemini talks without considering it even if they do encounter issues these couples are ready to forget and remember forget and remember i don't know what that means does that mean both pisces and gemini find no reason to retain a resentment that's true you don't resent people and i I can hold a grudge too It, it depends it really depends on who you are to me i'm a big grudge holder Mm Hmm. like if right now you did something to me that like made me so upset, like I will never forget it. I will forgive, but I will never forget. Like that's like, I'll go, like I'll be on my deathbed being like, I remember that one time Will told me. That's kind of scary. I know you should be scared. <laughs> um, no, it's all right. We'll be okay. Yeah. I think but you I'm guys are like, fine. I yeah. think you guys have good compatible. Oh no. It says you have like 15% compatibility. Well, one five. Yeah. Yeah. See, and you have no trust. You have a 1% trust between Pisces and Gemini. Yeah. See that like that's, that's cap right there. Your emotions. 1%. Anybody who would see that and then be like, mm, it's not going to work between you and your girl. I would be like, get the fuck out of here, dog. Like that. That's ridiculous um I don't know man I feel like with 
I feel like with horoscopes, the people that are really into it, who like go get their shit read all the time, who um, like have astrologists, like they for real, for real would not be with someone who it was not compatible. They were not compatible with. Yeah. Which I like, I, I don't think I would be with somebody who wouldn't be with somebody for that reason. You know, actually, every time I've gotten my palm read, I've been under some type of influence because I just think it's so crazy. Um, and they've lied to me each time. Like each time that they've told me something, it hasn't come true. Damn. Isn't that crazy? Hate to see that. Hate to see that. The astrology communities are on its heels right now. It's so fucking annoying. I'm like, can you just tell me if I'm going to fall in love tomorrow? Or if I'm going to become rich in the next two weeks, or like I just want to know these things. (laughs) I just want to know every big life. Like I want a fortune teller, and I want it to be so right. But each time it's so off. So well, yeah, that's what you could get from it. I think it's like religion in that way, where it's just like I think it is a way of explaining the unknown and like why I feel this way, why like these types of people tend to gravitate towards me why I tend to not have good relationships with other types of people like yeah it's ways of kind of explaining all that shit um to help you make sense of it but it shouldn't be like your fucking map or some shit you know I agree like at that point if you can't figure out like the reasons why you react to certain things then you should just go to therapy (laughs) like (laughs) you can't use like i'm a, i'm just a gemini with like a really bad temper like it doesn't make any sense like th- you need to go well so that's my know? thing with, with mercury and retrograde yeah like i feel like first of all i feel like mercury is always in damn retrograde it's once a financial quarter okay you were once you, a financial quarter it's three okay. to four times a year and it's, right. it's that's basically once a financial quarter all right all right i feel like people are just like that's why I did that shit. Uh, it all makes sense. Like, it's just that one feels more like a way of avoiding accountability to me. <laughs> I'm like, all right, but you still were acting crazy. Mercury in retrograde, from my perspective, every time I read my horoscope, when Mercury's in retrograde, I've never, it's been like, watch out for this, watch out for somebody crossing you or like, you're actually going to do really well this Mercury and retrograde. Yeah, like, like alarmist. Yeah, it's really alarmist. Like, and then weird. I think the whole thing with Mercury's and retrograde is that weird things happen. Like, don't travel Mercury and retrograde. My phone last week just shut down, stopped working when I was at a work event. And then I went to the Apple store and someone just clicked a couple of buttons and it turned on. And I was like, Mercury's and retrograde. Of course, this would happen. See, that's like a ghost story, though. Same, like the same kind of shit to be like, oh, it's a full moon. It's a full moon that lasts like a couple of weeks. That's harder for me to get behind, but I'm doing my best. <laughs> but you had, but you moved in Mercury's in retrograde. That's bad. You should have planned around that. Damn. <laughs> anyway, it oh, ends. It literally the next ends. 15 month lease I sign, I'll, I'll peep the charts. Yeah, just be like, sure, I can't sure do I it should, then. I should be moving in the in this, the right month. And I literally think it means Mer- Mercury just re- like starts rotating the opposite direction i don't even know if it means anything more than that physically however weird things always do happen and you are supposed to like 
be cognizant of what could occur. <laughs> that is how I take it. Right. I mean, we traveled during Mercury's in retrograde and weird things happened. Like two of the people that I was with didn't get on the flight. My other friend's flight was canceled. Like bad things were going on. And then I got sick. So. No, I mean, listen, there's a lot to think about. <clears throat> but still go to therapy, everybody. You, again, you can't use <laughs> this as a reason for being a whack person. <laughs> yeah, true that. True that. <laughs> Respectable. Thank you got you. any tweets? Um. Yeah, I do have a really good one, actually. All right, let's hear it. <clears throat> okay, one of my followers said, this is part of the tweet, Lizzo makes music for RAs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Bruno Mars type. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one, right? That's a really good one. Uh, that's a good brand of tweet because it's like, it's just so descriptive and you're just like, yeah, little gems always appear like that on my on my TAL. And I'm like, thank you for that. All right, what are your tweets? Um, this is just just in time for the finals. Um, I gotta step my hate up. I've been getting rusty. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, and that's just true. I mean, the thing about it is that. Again, I am not, I should not be, I'm not a sports connoisseur, but I feel like there's people just get mad at the teams that always win. So they are going for the team that doesn't win. And I feel like that's not how sports should work. Yeah. Like it's I not agree. Steph Curry's fault that they're good. It's not Steph Curry's fault. Yeah, I guess so. I but mean, like, fun. I, it's, I, fun I, I mean, it's fun to hate though. It's so that's, fun to hate. What I'll say. It's so fun to hate. But at the same time, like, I like winners. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, fair weather. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a good one, too. Uh, Ask my dad and uncle why they weren't speaking. And my uncle goes, we're done chatting for the day. And my dad nods and they continue watching TV in silence. Oh, I saw that one. I was so I loved that one. Listen, that's on knowing yourself. I also like when I think the the height of like friendship and a relationship is when you can sit in silence with somebody. That's like my favorite thing. Yeah, comfortable silence. That's when you know that you're like so comfortable and um, like you can just like be yourself with someone is that you really don't have to like fill the space or the void of talking. Yeah. That's beautiful. Strong agree. I think that that's some beauty that we should end on. Oh, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're okay. I know, but y'all, I still posted my thirst trap. So, yeah, you did. All right. Peace and love, everyone. Have a great week. Deuces. Bye. Thank you.